to one. Events cast shadows before them, but the huger shadows creep over us unseen. When some great circumstance hovering somewhere in the future is a catastrophe of incalculable consequence, you may not see the signs in the small happenings that go before. The doctor did, however, vaguely. While the doctor paced back and forth in the TARDIS cloister room trying to make some sense of the tangle of troublesome thoughts that had followed him from Traken, in a completely different sector of the universe, in a place called Earth, one such small foreshadowing was already beginning to unfold. It was a simple thing. A policeman leaned his bicycle against a police box, took a key from the breast pocket of his uniform jacket, and unlocked the little telephone door to make a phone call. Police Constable Donald Seagrave was in a jovial mood. The sun was shining, the bicycle was performing perfectly since its overhaul last Saturday afternoon, and now that the main water flooding in Burnie Street was repaired, he was on his way home for tea, if that was all right with the super. It seemed to be a bad line. Seagrave could hear his superintendent at the far end saying, Speak up. Who's that? But there was this whirring noise, and then a sort of chuffing and groaning. The baffled constable looked into the telephone and then banged it on his helmet to try to improve the connection. If his attention hadn't been so engaged with the receiver, he might have noticed a distinct wobble coming over the police box. Its blue surface shimmered momentarily and grew bluer. The whirring sound stopped, but then so did the voice at the other end of the line as it went dead. The constable looked ruefully at the telephone. Now he would have to cycle all the way back to the station and get permission from the super personally, by which time the sun would doubtless be gone and with it the prospect of a relaxing afternoon in the garden potting out the sweet peas. This speculation was the constable's last thought in the world. As he replaced the receiver, his face was suddenly slammed up against the blue door as if, but that was impossible, something inside the box had grabbed his hand. His arm disappeared up to the shoulder, his head lolled back, the eyes staring, as the throttled terminal gasp bubbled away to a whisper in his throat. From inside the box echoed the light, delicate sound of a chuckle. The TARDIS was full of surprises, but Adric wasn't ready for what he saw when he turned the corner. Suddenly he seemed to be in the open air, in a sort of crumbling stone courtyard, with a floor unevenly flat.